Hey, Adam. Yeah? What are you doing here today? I have no idea. What am I doing here today? I really don't know. Mm. You know what? what? It's a new thing. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice coming at you. Coming at you today. We're sponsored by Open Studio. Go to Open Studio Jazz for all your jazz lesson needs. Peter, what are we doing here today, man? It's man, we're excited. We're introducing or reintroducing, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah. An additional episode per week. We're going to try this out because... We just can't make up our minds about how well, many podcasts we want to release. So we, I know. You know, we started at a, a brief history. Actually, <laughs> brief history. I want you to check something out, okay? okay. I'm going to surprise you. Okay. This is casual, by the way, guys. If you don't like casual things, um, turn off your iPod. This is going to be old school. Okay. Yeah. Check this out. Hey, Adam. Yes? What are the seven greatest jazz solos? Asterix. Wait, what? Okay, that is not what I intended. Sorry, that was last week's episode, which we are going to talk about. I was going to say, I feel like that sounds very familiar. Check this out. Sorry, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this is very casual. I want to see if you know what this is. Adam. Okay, okay. This is 2021, Peter and Adam. I'm Peter Martin, and I'm Adam Manis. Welcome to the You'll Hear It podcast. Wow, who are those stiffs? Today we're going to give you seven great practice routine hacks for you to work into your daily <laughs> practice routine, okay? So I'm going to start with developing a routine. We went this right into so it. <laughs> so that is episode one. Oh my God. Yes, that we've recently rediscovered in the vaults. Yeah, you know how many episodes in the we've annals. done? How many have we done? We've done 785. This is number 786, my friend. That's ridiculous. You know. Wow. But we've come a long way. Did you hear that room sound? That ambient room sound? Yeah, that's when we were in the big hall there. The great hall, as we used to <laughs> We were in the you'll, you'll Haul It, is yeah, what we were doing. the pod hall for a while. We yeah. were stiff, but it's interesting to hear <laughs> the similarities. There's differences, but there's similarities. Yeah. Now, I noticed that was just you talking. Am I on there? I don't know. So it's important. You want to, whatever it is for you, you know, want to sit there Wait, was this the just... Tunes you no? already know. Uh, and that brings us to the third point, which is... Do I have a Separate cold? your conscious <laughs> from your unconscious. We were sort of organized, yeah. and we were kind of dogmatic, and it's are sort getting, of a weird combination of both better and worse than I remember. Are you getting nostalgic, buddy? No, not at all. Oh, I man. just happens to be on the new webpage. Oh, yeah, 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 we, yeah. We got a little yeah. new page. That's not even what we're here for. No. Today is Monday or Tuesday. We're not even sure what. It's, it's a new one. feature, though. It's a new feature. It's called... The comment carousel Ooh. or carousel of comments. We haven't decided just yet. <laughs> Let us know. Probably carousel of comments is better. Uh, we were going to do feedback Friday, but we got. We scheduled. didn't really want to put yeah. it on Friday. Then we, we were going to do hater Monday, but we didn't want to invite all of your is, hate. This is going to turn into hater Monday for sure. <laughs> as well. no, from us. No, what we wanted to do really was just to be able to kind of look back at last week's episode because you guys are actually giving a, a bunch of great comments and. We're so forward-looking here like that we sometimes don't get a chance to go back. And, and since we've been doing the longer-form episodes, there's a lot of great back-and-forth and different ideas from different folks. So we wanted to give sure. a chance. So this is just going to be a chance weekly to highlight some of your comments, our dear listeners, as it were. That's right. That's right. And this is audio only. You know, we're ha I mean, I don't need to tell you this. We're having a little <laughs> bit of success over on the YouTubes. Join us at the Open Studio YouTube page. Oh, my gosh. Um, but we also... 
are true to our roots here with the audio only. We we are still two gentlemen that look fantastic on YouTube, but is, we look even better in an audio podcast. Is this whole additional episode a week just because you really want to be a guy with an audio only podcast? I feel like you want to be Man, a guy. With I a love podcasts. podcasts. Sue, yeah, I sue me because I love. <laughs> I call your law firm of Debossier and Debossier. Like, and what's sue the me. first thing on your business card? Is it jazz pianist or is it podcaster? It's pianist, but you know what? Podcaster is on there. I don't is have it? a business card. On my email signature. Who hands out business cards? It feels like that would be dangerous these days. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so last week, we'll just, you know, if this works well, what we'll do is we'll just do a quick refresher of last week. So if you haven't heard that, press stop right now on your iPod and go back and listen to last week so that all this stuff makes sense. But we had a fun episode because we, I totally forgot what we did. Oh, no, we did the seven great, great solos for you to learn. That's good. Remember with the asterisk? With the asterisk. And so yeah. people, apparently we spelled asterisks wrong or there's some, yes. we're not even going to get into that kind of hating. <laughs> um, but the first comment is from Jay Metz. Okay. Our friend. Yeah. Your friend. Yeah. Never heard of him. But oh, our friend yeah, because yeah. he took the time to comment, so cool. thank you. So two of the solos. So we just, we recommended seven solos that would be fun and prosperous in terms of your personal development to learn on any instrument, really. Yeah. So the idea was, it's not the seven greatest solos. We don't want to get into that rabbit hole, that cauldron. I, I still think at some point we should just do like, this is Adam and Peter's seven greatest solos of all time. No exceptions. <laughs> you know? That would be good. That yeah. will invite, that'll become hater, uh, the hater month, the whole hater month. But um, we, we had some very astute um, comments, and one was from Jay Metz over on the YouTubes, which is West End Blues and Giant Steps open with the same three notes. So that's Giant Steps, of course. Yeah, hold on. And, and West End Blues. Yeah, I was going to say, do they, though? Yeah, I just take it into the other key. They're in different keys, but the same oh. minor triad. Minor triad. And then he says, coincidence? And yes. I would have to say yes. But interesting note. Interesting to note. Yeah. Okay. Next comment we have. Um, apparently, we used the word buffet. It was a buffet. It was a buffet. I think I a Jimmy Buffett, perhaps. Yeah. Um, Robin says this wasn't a buffet or a buffet. It was a smorgasbord, <laughs> which is great because is that, I have actually enjoyed. I've indulged in a smorgasbord. I don't even know what a smorgasbord in is in Copenhagen. The is, birthplace of the smorgasbord. Is that where Denmark is where they have a smorgasbord? Yes. I would assume it was German, but I would be wrong. No, no. That would be Wiener Schnitzel. Well, that would actually be Austrian. It's a whole other thing. So, so what's the difference between a buffet and a smorgasbord? Well, I'm glad you asked. So I looked up what a smorgasbord. Can you see that there? You haven't said it right yet, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Smor smorgasbord. Yeah. Um, it says right there, a buffet offering a variety <laughs> of hot and cold meats. Yeah, so I feel like we're kind of right on this. But So you say I haven't said it right. I don't know if you knew about this feature. We, there's a place we can go to find out not only everything we want to know, but how to say things, too. Check this out. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Yeah, that makes sense. Smorgasbord. smorgasbord. That was Google telling me how to yeah. say that. So a smorgasbord is a buffet offering a variety of hot and cold meats, salads, hors d'oeuvres, etc. I feel like the et cetera, they're kind of... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's overkill. <laughs> a wide range, and the second definition is a wide range of something, a variety. It's interesting there, the definition, the example sentence. The album is a smorgasbord of different musical styles. That seems that's like right. something we would say. That's uh, absolutely. Now we will look up what a buffet is. It's a smorgasbord. <laughs> <laughs> no. A buffet consists, consisting of several dishes from which guests 
serve themselves. Uh, so a smorgasbord is more varietal. Do not attempt to serve yourself. I feel like these are two sides of the same coin, though. A buffet is more Americana, more Sneezeguard-esque, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. Salad bar. Yeah. So this is ne- neither here nor there, to tell you the It truth. really isn't. <laughs> okay, so we've been having some fun things go on the last couple of weeks. Do you remember this? Oh, my gosh. This, um, this, this was a GPS that you did, I believe. It certainly was. It was called, and I really enjoyed this one. I have a one little qualm with you. I'm going to give you a little hate on this. Learn McCoy-Tyner vocabulary in 15 minutes. Yeah. Will you get a little longer than 15 minutes? Okay, it's a 40-minute 40, 40 video. <laughs> so it, how do you get 15 minutes Admittedly, But you do learn <laughs> what we're learning in, 15, in the first 15 minutes, and then we just work on it a bunch after that. So. Okay. That's definitely me skirting the rules. No, of, I think that, that if you look at it like that. change the ch- title to 40 minutes. I don't mind. But this was really fun. Adam has been doing some wonderful... Uh, GPS's guided practice sessions uh, uh, over on the YouTube on Tuesdays and Fridays. And this one got a lot of love. Everybody loved McCoy Tyner. So, um, as always. Man, I love McCoy Tyner so much. Yeah. But we also, we, we, people love him so much that they want to get very specific. So, I was wondering if you could address this question. You want me to read it and then you could yeah, sure. answer it. Uh, Wanderson 7CS says, why not G flat 7 mm-hmm. instead of the C alt starting in the second half of bar 1? So this is relevant to the whole, and this actually might be interesting to our uh, our listeners here. So I did it on Afro Blue, which is an F minor, right? And the whole point of the GPS was that McCoy does this thing where it sounds like he's taking it way out. You know, he does something like, uh, like he goes up this, uh, he's on an F minor, he hits this F in his left hand, and then he plays this voicing, E, B flat, and E flat. So yeah. I get what this person's saying. Why not G flat seven? That's a classic G flat 13 voicing. And he actually plays a G flat arpeggio in his right hand. So there's a really, really good chance that McCoy Tyner is thinking G flat that whole way up for right. sure. And he might've been thinking that, but that still may, that still is in my mind, that's still the five. He's still playing the five of F minor seven. Yeah. Even if he's thinking G flat seven, that is still the five. That is the tritone sub of the five. That is five harmony so i'm thinking about it as the five so i called it c7 alt you could easily call it g flat seven point is it's all over an f minor so there's really no chord there it's just what he's playing right however you think about it that's how it's like when i do these gps's man i try to make it easy for me to think about so when i see this i think c7 alt so that's what i put yeah you know what i mean so that's that's why yeah i think it's always great to to uh, it's it's never a right or wrong because you got to figure mccoy was not thinking either one Mm-mm. most likely so it's 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 more of absolutely how you can relate to and explain it and then sometimes you'll hear different things if you visualize it on the keyboard or visualize it on the page or just conceptualize it as a different kind of root in the chord because either way he's not going down to play that root as you said it's over in f minor and, and i think another reason why i chose c7 altered and chose to think about it as the five instead of a half step up from f minor like a g flat seven oh. is because our friend jeffrey keezer has um uh on his keys to jazz piano course he has a lesson on coltrane doing this exact same thing and it's almost certainly the five that he's playing like right. he I, he doesn't play like g flat triad it's something else but it's almost definitely he's imposing the five over the one and so i think i was kind of thinking that as well great yeah good stuff okay then we had a couple of comments on you did a fun thing on clavinet grooves, I think last week on Friday. So uh, three iconic clavinet grooves. That was fun. I believe you hit Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, Parliament. Funkadelic. Yeah, was, a little mothership uh, connection there. That's right. Uh, yeah. whose, whose name's escaping me. 
Bernie Worrell, of course. Bernie, Bernie Worrell. Yeah, and then uh, Ray Jackson playing clavinet on Bill Withers' Use Me, which is iconic to the... Yep. Super, super melodic clavinet groove. Yeah. You know. The whole point of that that GPS was just to like... Have you ever done... Have you ever played in a band where you were just a pocket player? Like rhythm keys. Yeah. Uh, kind of, yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, isn't I'm it? not great at it, and I, but I love it. I'd love to do that. It's so much fun. I had a dream for many years, and it's actually it's funny. Kelly, uh, my 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 lovely and dear wife, um, of of twenty two years now. Okay, coming. That's how we roll, wow. bro. So, um, she kind of knows that this is a dream of mine is to someday play backup keys with a gentleman named Stevie Wonder. Oh, Steve Lynn and Morris. And so Steve, Steve Lynn Morris out of the Detroit area. Yeah. So, um, a.k.a. Motown, um, the Motor City, um, go Lions. <laughs> but the, the idea is that it's great because she kind of brings it up every now and then. like yeah. you know, and it, and it usually comes up in the thing of like, you know, we'll be talking about, well, should we do this renovation and fix the porch in the back? Or just some random thing. And then she'll be like, that's great if you get started on that. But what if Stevie Wonder calls you to go out on the road as backup keys? And she's always like, backup keys. I'm like, but this is actually, we might have to change it to rhythm keys. Because that's kind of what you're doing, which is really, so fun. I've done a few different things. I remember once I was in a band where we played some Morris, I think it was Morris Day, or maybe it was Prince. You know, same thing. But my part was just this. <laughs> Sharp nine, <laughs> baby. <laughs> that sounds like Morris Day at the time. <laughs> <laughs> for like five minutes and uh, I couldn't have been happier I mean you never saw a potato face kid from Jefferson ooh. County smiling they must have been like man that dude knows some harmony <laughs> man listen to that but it really is very it's very you feel like you're you're part of like a, a drum ensemble or something right you're just yeah. part of the, the, the I like to think of it as you're part of that that um, furnace, that engine that just keeps churning and people are dancing. Man, there's no better feeling. It is. It's super fun. So we got some great comments on here from uh, he's, he's Real Close says, holy smokes, emoji, 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 <laughs> laughing, crying, and smiling, yeah. which I would agree. And then this well, was- you know what that was from is because when George Clinton blew a puff of smoke in the singer from Parliament's uh, mouth. There you go. <laughs> yeah. that, there you go. Um, Neil says, seems to me like there's a whole sub-channel for clavinet grooves. What do you think, Peter? Are we bored enough to start a sub channel <laughs> for clavinet grooves? Yeah, but you know what? We need a daily podcast that is uh, correlates closely with it. <laughs> we need a daily a daily clavinet grooves podcast. <laughs> and then um, we've got uh, this. Uh, was kind of weird, and I read it. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" But then I thought about it. I was like, "You know what? This actually brings up an interesting point." So this started with hate, and ended with hope. The two H's. Um, Max Maxime is that Maxime? Uh, says superstition, a much proper way, much more proper way to notate it would be in two two, isn't it? I think it's easier to feel the groove in any way to play eighth notes jazz irregularly instead of sixteenth notes in four four. So at first I was like, oh god, that's so. This is another one of these the rhythm police, but I, I think they bring up a good point. Just I think they're into, right. I think they're right. Well, I don't know if it's a matter of right. It's just a matter of different ways to feel it. I think you know? it sounds like someone that might be from. A, a culture where they have a folk music that's in tutu exactly and they got like i know in brazil yep and in argentina yep. and then even in some european cultures their folk music can be in tutu and it yep. is easier to notate that way yeah however i didn't even i felt weird notating it at all i'll be honest we've had this conversation before about how the limits of western notation on especially like black american music and this yeah. was a perfect example of that of just like 
what can I capture with these right. dots right. that doesn't make it look absolutely ridiculous? Like, it's so silly to try to capture it when it's really just... Watching Stevie play it on Soul Train, <laughs> even play it in many quotes, but watching <laughs> right. him, watching his hands move on it, yeah, that tells you everything you need to know about it. Well, absolutely. And I think, too, but you didn't do that. The, the funny thing that a lot of jazz players do is that don't have a lot of studio experience. It's just like jazz charts. Because first of all, that, you know it's 16th notes, whether it's 2, 2, 4, four. I mean, like that's, that's it's, tick, 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 tick. like that's, you have to like, I mean, feel the funk and look at it that way. Like the jazz thing would be to be like one, two, one, two, three, four, boom, boom, boom. And those are all like anticipated eighth notes within. So it's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, three, two, three, four. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're not swinging, even if you've got the feel, three, four, like that's each one of those is a measure. And then it becomes twice, four times as long as the two, two. But anyway, you know what? Uh, for Maxime, I think hats off. I, this is not a bad so they mean like one, two, one, two. Exactly. Right, one, two. Don't. <clears throat> There's really nothing wrong with notating that. I just think there's something wrong with notating it in the first place. Exactly, exactly. Good stuff. Okay, then we've got, um, this was cool. DP says, this video seems perfect for me. Really just getting started on keyboards after 50 years on guitars. Learning to really read the music and not quite ready to tackle the straight ahead material. Thanks, Adam. I'm tuning in and also appreciating your coach like approach. Is that just for my that's just for my confidence, buddy? Thank you. DP. Does your mom go by <laughs> this, the pseudonym DP? I was gonna say Les Manis plays a little guitar too, so maybe that's him chiming in. But I thought this was so cool because and thank you, DP uh, thank you everybody for the feedback, you know, both the love and the hate and everything in between. Because it really helps us the hate. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean it really helps us to kind of craft things. And you're so great, Adam, at what you've been doing with, like, as he says, the coach-like approach. Um, but it also, like, kind of, you know, places things in that everybody comes to the, to this music and what this music, everybody sees that as differently, which for is sure. great. For sure. But from a different place. You're playing guitar for 50 years, which brings such cool things that we don't know about. I mean, you know, you play guitar some, and I played a couple chords. But the idea of, like, it's so inspiring to hear somebody starting on keyboards after playing guitar for 50 years. That's great. And and then learning to read music, but wanting to get into straight ahead, but using something as a bridge to get in there. And that's not why you created this video, or whatever, I'm sure. But it's so fun to see people using it in that way. Well, I mean, I, know, I don't know about you, but Stevie Wonder was definitely a bridge into straight ahead things oh, yeah. for me throughout the years. He still yep. is. He still is. So. Well, I mean, when I was, you know, 12 or 13 years old, I think I was 12 years old when um, Do I Do came out, was was on the charts. Sure. When Musiquarium, I think that was on Musiquarium, which was a bunch of older hits, but a couple of new, and Do I Do was one of them. By the way, Slept on Track. That's a great track. Slept on Track, yeah. and on the it was played on the radio, mm. but they always cut it off. Magic 108. Um, Just want to shout out Miguel Zanon's version for SF Jazz. Killer. Well. Killer. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Agreed. Uh, but played on the radio here in St. I mean, everywhere. And you would hear that great tune, but you never would hear the... I didn't know the Dizzy Soul. A big shout out to Nancy Martin, my sister. Yeah. Because she was a huge Stevie Wonder fan. And so she had the album, the LP. And so I heard her playing. I was like, wait, what is that solo? She's like, I don't know. That She, she was just like... Ladies but then, and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? And so, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a, a direct bridge for sure. For our whole generation. Cool. I like I like this. Oh, we have more. We have more. We oh, have yeah. See, more. now we're getting this stuff that's praising Adam. Of course he likes it. This is great. <laughs> Wait till Vincent's next comment. <laughs> okay. Um, Macy Maz. Macy Maz. Macy Maz. 
so this was about a comment. Or I'm jumping around a little bit, but I just wanted to highlight some really fun videos that you've done over this last month on the, the YouTube channel. This was learn an iconic bebop like, solo in 30 minutes. I feel like, is this a, is this a hidden camera show? <laughs> this is great, man. Um, with this, see this, I feel like you were a little more realistic with your time frame. 30 minutes. You doubled it up from the McCoy in 15 <laughs> I think minutes. I had originally the title was 10 minutes, and I had Ian change it. Yeah. You know, you know, oversell and underdeliver. That's, right. that's what we that's do right. around here. That's right. Uh, May says, thanks for the great work, especially for the transcription. It helps me a lot. I'm a trumpet player and a huge fan of Brownie. This was a fun one, though. Because, oh, yeah. you know, Clifford Brown solos are so universally easy for everybody to hear and understand where the music is. He lays it out so beautifully and simple for you that this is one of those, like... Um, Things we've done at Open Studio of any of the lessons or videos that we've made where it's just like, I don't have to do anything. Right. I can just let Clifford Brown teach this lesson That's because right. he's teaching the whole class. You know? That's right. Absolutely. Um, cool. And then we got a couple more. And we're going to be at the end of carous <laughs> Carousel of Drew. What do we call it? Carousel of Comments. Carousel of Comments. Oh, is that going to stick? I doubt it. It's not we'll very see. catchy. <laughs> <laughs> Feedback Fridays would be so much better. Okay. It's not a wheel. <laughs> It's a carousel. You remember that Don Draper? It's not a wheel. Oh, that's right. It's a carousel. Yeah, he had like yeah, yeah some whiskey and then threw that down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could have said that about anything in Matt. <laughs> <laughs> remember oh, yeah. what brand oh, that he drank? episode where he had some whiskey? Remember the what brand he drank? No, that was crazy. Because it was such an upper crust situation there on Madison Avenue in New York. Oh, it was probably some Canadian kind of, Club. Yeah, of course. Canadian Canadian Club is that what it's called? Formerly a fancy whiskey, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tasted that crap? Oh God! <laughs> Big shout out to Canada. Open up your border. Okay, so here we go. Peter, is that a stream deck that you use to control? This is from um, something sax. M M harp MP harp sax. Open up your border. <laughs> Peter, is that a stream deck that you use to control your on-screen slides? It's actually a um, ATEM Mini Pro. Black Big magic. shout out to Black Magic. Yep. Down under. They're really awesome, actually. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. we do have cool. a stream deck in there. We do use that to control the uh, the live performance stuff in the piano room. Um, I love Open Studio and your chemistry with Adam. I'll <laughs> go do tell. It's like Dean and Jerry with theory. Who? <laughs> so, except Martin is Lewis in this duo. Thank you guys. Okay, this seems like a compliment. This is oh, one of those I get off. What you're saying. I, you know why I got to be Jerry Lewis? Because you're the funny one. I'm the no. straight man. Yeah, but Dean Martin was like the ladies' man. Yeah, the, exactly. No. The suave guy. No, he's right on with this. No, I don't know about this. Okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, it's a pandemic. We're all on lockdown, so nobody's nothing. Okay, so thank you anyway. Yeah, that's great. Let's get that off of there. Um, what in God's name? This is from Sam Smith, the great singer out of the UK. I don't know if you know him. Big fan of the show. <laughs> And look, this is a recent comment. This is from an hour ago, okay? What wow, in God's name is the theme music? I can tell you right now. I need it. It's a little emotion in motion by the Peter Martin Trio. That is, yeah. Oh, I accidentally, accidentally pressed the crickets. <laughs> I didn't know we had this stuff on here. Oh, Peter, how did you not tell me? Buddy. We, we, we went over this, man, and those are all customizable. You'll hear it, listeners. <laughs> it's about to go down. I would just like to okay. apologize on behalf of the podcast. Wait, do you know what uh, uh, the, the applause one is? <laughs> we could have been, Are you kidding me? We could have been having canned laughter this whole damn time. Yeah. Okay, get ready with the applause one for this one. I'm Why are the crickets next to the applause? Hold on, hold on. All right, there it is. Okay. Okay, I'm going to read this, and then you're going to, on cue, do your thing. Okay. The Lost Prophets says... This channel should have 20 million subscribers. Really? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, that's great. 
But the interesting thing about this comment, thank you, Lost Prophets, is that um, this is a comment on a video that I have no recollection of. Like, I don't know that we ever made this. I don't know what it was. This I don't know if like it was an a You'll Hear It episode. You'll Hear It episode, yeah. It's called Our Favorite Reharm Hacks. <laughs> uh, that's definitely one of your titles. Was that a top? I mean, so this is just a highlight that we do possibly have, at least with some folks, some hidden gems back in the annals of uh, you, You'll Hear It. Careful. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's Our all I got for you. Our favorite Reharm I have no idea what this episode was I don't about. Know. I don't know either. Yeah. These are comments. Feedback, carousel feedback time. You okay? That <laughs> was, yeah, it was a little, yeah. Um, Super fun. Carousel, um, canned sound carousel comments. Ah, <laughs> uh, bam. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're just going to use this as a little bit of a, a look back each week. Thank you guys. Please keep up the comments. The thing that's fun on YouTube, even if you only listen on the audio podcast, we love you, no problem. Go comment on YouTube because it's easier. How do you comment on a podcast? It's you, hard. To you do leave that. a rating and review, my friend. Ooh, that's I what like you your do. Style. Yeah, let us know. Leave a ra- rating and review. There was a time when we would um, shout out everybody who gave us a rating and review. Then we had a cavalcade, Caval- a veritable. Cade. I don't know what that is. That means a lot. A, a veritable smorgasbord, a carousel, of, if you will, a carousel of, of ratings and reviews. So we couldn't keep up. But I am committed now to starting to address. Uh, we will. We will. We will shout out every single. Am I over-promising? Every single rating and review. Yeah, if you do a rating and a review, we will read it. We're not going to beg too much, but we no. will. We do like to read them because we do like to connect with yeah. our fans. So, uh, fans, with our <laughs> listeners. Uh, <laughs> so leave, leave us a rating and review, and uh, you can also go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our courses, all of our lessons. There's some free stuff there, too. Check right. out our YouTube channel. Peter, That's you right. all good? I'm good. I was looking to see if we had any new ones. That's going to be next week, so you're going to tune in for that. <laughs> Nothing new. <laughs> this <laughs> is really seriously dangerous that I now know I, this happened. It absolutely is. Yeah. All right. Until uh, Thursday. You'll hear it.